Well, here we are at the 2019 Snow Show at the Colorado Convention Center in Denver. We're here with Sam Beck from Nordica. Nordica, one of our suppliers. Thanks very much. Yeah, absolutely, George. Um, yeah, we're having a great show here. Uh, we're really excited about the new season, and this year's been great so far. We've got snow from east to west, so it uh, makes everything a little bit better. Lots in the Midwest right now, too. Midwest, yeah. So we're, we're enjoying the roller coaster ride, and uh, I, I'm hoping to get out and ski a little bit here in March. So, um, A question about the skis, and we want to talk boots, too, but your enforcer has been, like, ski of the year three years in a row, I think. Yes, uh, uh, four years in a row last year, okay. um, and we're hoping to do it again this, this year as well. So it's been a fun collection for us. But you've come out with a new ski this year that – you're really talking about it as a as a great teaching ski uh it's high performance i've been on it all season it's the spitfire and um tell us a little bit about that and why it really would be geared toward psia members yeah so the the spitfire series has been actually in the enforcer in the united states has been kind of the the number one seller for us across the board and uh in europe is this spitfire line which has been really the the number one seller over in Europe. Um, very, very positive ski for them, uh, for the on-piste skiing that is typically done over there. Uh, and this year, with the introduction of the new Spitfire line, we have built a couple waist widths that are a little more North American oriented um, into kind of that, that all-mountain waist width category. Um, so we still are in the, the front side category, carving-oriented skis, uh, so very easy to initiate turns with, uh, which is part of the you know the, for instruction you know you don't have to get really high edge angle to get them to turn no you don't um so <laughs> that makes it a little bit easier as you're doing drills and showing people things um but the whole collection the philosophy behind this was to to create one series that has all the same constructions all the same shape you just have three different waist widths to choose from depending on what you like to do mostly um so starting at 72 on the narrow side uh, that's really focused. That ski is focused on you know hard snow, groomed snow. If you're on a lot of ice, typically, um, and really smooth surfaces. Um, you know if you're if you're getting up and spending most of your skiing time in the morning on the smooth stuff before it turns into the afternoon crud. Um, the the 76 is where you get a little bit wider waist width. You get a little bit more versatility throughout the mountain. Uh, so a little bit better in that crud and a little bit uh, wider terrain. You can start to ski, and then the 80 which is the widest of the three, uh, really starts to dabble almost in the all-mountain category, waste width, um, on the narrow side of the all-mountain category. Uh, and the 80 is is a, a fun ski here because we, we have it as a system setup, but we also have it as a flat setup. Um, so you can, you can flat mount it with uh, the binding of choice uh, without a plate if you want to even go... I would say a, a hair closer to the all mountain category being, being at a lower stance on the ski, um, to f- get a little bit more feel out of it versus the, pa- the plate, which will give you more power, um, for more carving. So really kind of simple to, and easy to understand from a construction standpoint and waste width choice. Um, and then the whole shape behind it is 
really a, a multi-radius ski where you're going with a, uh, a slalom-shaped tip, an oversized tip that makes it really easy to engage at the top of the turn, like I was saying before. And then as you get into the waist and the tail, you get into more of a, a GS waist and tail so that you can have a variety of, uh, you don't get locked in like you would on a slalom ski. Um, you can make a larger turn or you can snap off a short turn uh, depending on what you're trying to do. I got to say, they've been, I just had them in the, the race course this past week, and they were phenomenal. But then I took them out in the bumps that afternoon, and they're fantastic out there, too. Yeah, they're powerful, but they're playful. And that, a lot of that comes with that construction that we've put in there, too. So we, we're using uh, a full wood core, two sheets of metal, but we're also using some carbon layers in there, which brings some more uh, reactiveness to the ski. Um, so that you've got you've got more rebound out of the ski, which brings that little bit of extra playfulness when you get into some of the variable terrain um, and not the perfect, you know, groomer slope that you always dream of being on, but oftentimes aren't. <laughs> now, can we? I know you're in a, a hurry. Can we talk a little bit about changing the boot line that you've made? Yeah, because uh, you had the GP, but that no longer exists. Yeah, so the GP actually still does exist. Uh, the GPX is what was replaced uh, last year. Um, so the GP is really our, our in our Doberman collection. Uh, so very you know focused on more on the race side of things, um, but a comfortable race boot at ninety eight. Um, the big difference with the uh, between the GPX and the GP is that the GP boots come with a solid sole, um, so you've got a little bit more torsional rigidity in the sole of the boot much like a World Cup boot. Uh, but the, the replacement for the GPX uh, that we introduced last year, the Pro Machine, which is, joins our machine family of boots with the speed and the sport, um, basically we've got three different lasts. You've got a, a 98 low volume, which is the Pro Machine. You've got a mid-volume 100 millimeter, which is your speed machine. And then you've got a 102 uh, wide volume, uh, which is your sport machine. So all the same technologies across the board, uh, just different fits for different widths and feet. Uh, and the Pro Machine specifically, which replaces that GPX, is is an awesome boot for us. Uh, it's been one that I think myself and our product manager, Ethan, have been dreaming of for a long time because it's our category. Being uh, Growing up ski racing, we've always wanted a, a boot that skis like a race boot, but it's comfortable in you know the, the stage of our life that we're in now not wanting to shove our foot into a race boot um so you know we we open it up into a 98 millimeter last we have a lot of design principles that come from our doberman ski uh doberman boots uh from a performance aspect so you can see like the tooth in the back of the boot that inter, uh, intertwines the lower and the upper is much like our doberman boots there to create a, a very stiff spine of the boot where you get a lot of the performance um, one of the things that you know I, I pull out of this boot and skiing is very responsive boot. You know, as soon as you put pressure on the front of the boot, you're feeling it in the tip of your ski. Um, but comfort-oriented uh, customization features uh, with the new plastics and infrared customizations and making it easy to tweak it where your bunions might be and stuff. Um, and they're also a lot lighter than a traditional PU boot. Um, so we're using different thicknesses of plastic. Uh, we call it the Triforce frame, but essentially we have an easy instep flap over the uh, forefoot of your. So you have an easy, easy step into the boot, 
uh, we use a, another durometer of plastic outside of that to help with the wrapping over the top of the foot. And then the whole lower, or the frame of the boot, we call it, uh, is a stiffer plastic that is what brings you all the torsional rigidity to both the, the lower portion of the shell and then the spine, uh, which is giving you all that power to drive with. So it uh, comes in three different uh, flexes. You've got a, a 130, a 120, and a 110. The 120 and the 110, uh, sorry, the 120 and the 130 also come with a grip walk. Uh, component, so we're kind of moving forward with that. It does come with the din sole in the box, so if you have older bindings, you can swap it out. Um, but you know, as we see that progressing in the industry, we want to make sure it's uh, available for everybody that's moving in that direction. And you have women's options available in each of the yeah, machine. On the women's side, uh, this has been a great success for us too. On the women's side, particularly because a lot of ladies have a narrower foot. Um, and one of the things that we found is that we also offer in the women's side, we have four models. And we, the reason for that is that we bring that down into an 85 flex. So on the women's side, we have a, uh, you know, they're all women-specific cuffs on them, uh, women-specific features. But bringing that down to an uh, 85 flex opens that up for a, you know, not an expert-level skier necessarily, which you often think of when you think of low-volume 98 millimeter. But just because somebody has a, a little foot, it uh, doesn't mean that they need to be in a, you know, a 100 or 102 last. So um, having that 85 flex opens that up to that consumer, um, be it an, an intermediate or advanced level skier that's looking for an 85 flex boot. Uh, so you have an 85, a 95, a 105, and a 115 on the on the women's side. Um, and the other thing that we do on the women's side is we bring it down to a 22.5. Uh, so we have a, a, a the smaller size that uh, is a lot of some in the past has been a struggle for us to get that size into the investment process that's great because my daughter's been an instructor for 13 years now and she usually uses a junior race boot correct yep so this is a great option for that in that 22.5 um, and then unique on the 115 on the other side of the spectrum uh, we put a high cuff uh, because oftentimes the the advanced expert level skiers needing that 115 flex oftentimes is a taller person too or has more leverage or power from their skill set to overpower the women's lower cuffs so on the 115 we put the, the higher cuff for for them to be a, have a, a setup that's more appropriate for their skiing well sam i sure appreciate you taking the time to chat with us i know you got an appointment coming up and i uh, hope you have a successful show absolutely thank you george and uh, we appreciate all that the community out there does to help grow the sport of skiing that's a big thing for us at nordica is to help get more people on the hill, help get more people falling in love with it to be uh, lifelong skiers. So um, what you guys are doing is, is amazing, and we, we appreciate it. Well, now we're over at the Marker Dalbello vocal booth with Thatcher Jakes, who is, uh, what's your position? I'm product manager for Marker Dalbello and Vocal. Uh, known for one of the best skis on the market. You've got a lot of new products this year. We do. We have 11 new models this year. 11? Yeah. And uh, we're coming out with a lot of new technology packed into all of our skis. So we're really excited about everything we have this year. So can you walk us through some of the changes you've made or the products you've introduced? Absolutely. You know, last year we came back with a revamped Mantra M5 that came out with Tetanol Frame. And new for this year, we have a brand new Kendo. So the Kendo goes to 88 underfoot, and we've got a brand new uh, technology we've added to it called 3D Radius. So it's a really short radius underfoot and then a longer radius in the tip and tail. So basically the harder you push the ski, the tighter the turn you can make. 
But if you want to do a longer radius turn, uh, it's not going to be super catchy and not uh, super hooky in the tip and tail, which is a really cool feeling when you're out there. So it's basically, uh, it's allowing for more variability in the ski. So you're getting multiple radiuses out of one ski. Yeah, I think back to the days 20, 30 years ago when it was race skis and non-race or rental skis. <laughs> and I mean, 11 new models. How many do you have in your lineup? Oh, we run right around 40 models. So if we go through everything, going through rentals, so it's really, we're expanding everything that we do now. You know, we go everything from really wide powder skis all the way down to narrow carving skis to race and rentals. So each ski company has really had to adapt and to develop to what the market is demanding. What's been your biggest seller? For this year, our two biggest sellers were the Mantra M5 and then on the women's side, the Secret 92. And why the link with PSIA? Why do you feel PSIA is an important uh, association for you to be uh, associated with? Oh, we've had a long partnership with PSIA, and they've given us a lot of support. And we want to make sure they have the best product available for doing all their exams and their teaching on. And can you walk us through some of the, the boot line? Absolutely. Head on over here and walking by some other beautiful vocal skis. <laughs> So if we're going to stop by here real quick, too, we do have a brand new replacement for the RTM 84, which has been a popular exam ski in the past. So this is our new Deacon 84 line. So it's going out with Tetanol frame, and we have a brand new binding system on it. It's called a low-ride binding system. So it's an independent toe-and-heel system on this ski. So it's freeing up the flex of the ski underfoot, uh, and it's allowing for a much smoother and consistent turn. And it's also one centimeter lower than the old binding system, which means it's much quicker edge to edge. Looking at this, it's not a plate. It's integrated into the ski just at the toe and the heel piece. Yeah, so we mold the attachment system right into the ski and then mill out the rails afterwards. So it's a really unique system. So we're able to save on the weight. This binding system is 400 grams lighter than what we had on the previous RTM 84. So also, does that change the flex? It does change the flex a little bit, but this is what we're, you know, we're trying to accomplish is giving a little bit softer flex underfoot and then using thicker material in the tip and tail, which is making for a much more robust ski. So you're allowing the entire ski to flex instead of having a very stiff dead spot underfoot and having the tip and tail have to do all the work and the flex of the ski. Well, let's head on over to the boots. And uh, any changes in Dalbello coming up? Yeah, Dalbello, we've made a huge investment in this year, and we came out with a brand-new Pantera line. So the Pantera has been one of our most favorite boots and one of uh, you know, the boot fitter's favorite. It's the problem-solver's boot for people who have you know, a tough time with fitting issues. So we have a brand-new line coming out with the Pantera. So new for us, it's still our variable last boot, but it's got a brand new walk mechanism on it, and it's coming out with grip walk out of the box now. So a really easy walking sole. Our top of the line boot is still the 130 with the ID liner in it. Um, but it's just, it's really a step forward for what we've done. It's 180 grams lighter than the previous model, and it's using a really unique mono-injected power cage, which allows for great power transmission, but allows us to save on weight with the boot. And are these available now, or are they coming out next fall? You'll be able to see the Pantera 120 in some stores, as we've done an early intro release on it, as well as the Kendo 88 and uh, the C uh, Kenja 88 as well will be available in uh, stores this spring. 
for the rest of the stuff, you'll be able to buy it uh, this summer. And what about any changes to the marker line? The marker line, uh, one of our biggest changes is we've added a 100-millimeter break. So before we had a 90 and a 110, so you really had to choose which one you want. Now we have a 100-millimeter break, which it sm- sounds like a really small change, but it's a huge improvement over what we had before. We also have a brand-new touring binding called the Kingpin M-Works, which is using... Uh, some unique technology with a carbon-injected plastic, so it's a much torsionally stiffer plastic uh, that's also able to save on weight, so it's almost 100 grams lighter than the previous kingpin. Well, Thatcher, it's been great visiting with you. I really appreciate you taking the time out of a busy day. No problem. Have a great season. Let's hope for some more snow. So we're here with Matt Beers at the Rosignol booth, and Matt, your title? Uh, I am the team and product coordinator for Rosignol. And we're going to start off by talking about this beautiful line of skis that I'm looking at right now. Tell us about the experience. Yep. So, yeah, we're standing in front of the experience line of skis from Rosignol. Uh, it's a pretty wide-ranging ski of uh, men's and women's, ranging from 94 underfoot all the way down to 76. Uh, actually, also to 74 underfoot. So is that kind of a trend that's coming back to have a little narrower underfoot these days? Yeah, a little bit. Um, so in the experience line for us, it's kind of your all-mountain, do-everything ski. Uh, it was brand new last year, and what we did was took some of the stuff we learned from the 7 Series, uh, having a ski with a more progressive side cut, um, not so traditional, so you can ski on groomers and have great uh, edge control and good power, but also have a ski that's playful and fun and um, great in some softer, more uh, bumped up, and variable conditions. So not something where snow conditions change throughout the day. you got to run back to your locker. and Exactly. It's going to be your one ski for the day. You're going to go out there and have a great time. Uh, obviously, on a beep, big, deep day, you might want something a little bit wider, but this is going to be the awesome one-ski quiver for anybody back east, and especially out here in Colorado in that softer hero snow. Experience 88, Experience 84, those are going to be great options for you. Matt, can we walk over to the boots and uh, take a look at some of those? What's What's been the trend in boots this year? Um, so the biggest thing for us that's new uh, is we're extending our uh, all-track series. So last year, a boot that was new for us was uh, the all-track LT. So that was going to be a lightweight touring option for us. We used uh, Gorilla Mid plastics and had this ultralight touring liner. Um, and it was awesome for the guy that wanted to go out and spend a lot of time in the backcountry, but still spend a little bit of time skiing in resort. Um, and we used, yeah, again, lightweight plastics there, and we've kind of expanded on that and brought the Alltrack 130 uh, with true PU plastics, real deal plastics, a real Alpine liner uh, for that guy that wants to go out a few times out uh, a few times in the year and do some touring but is a more dedicated on resort skier so the boot does have dinafit compatibility uh, a walk mode that has 50 degrees of range of motion uh, but will still rip when you're skiing in resort and how about in look bindings yeah look bindings everything's kind of staying the same a couple different graphic updates but we still run the the pivot 18 14 and 12 and then you have your spx 12 and work down to your nx bindings with a little lighter weight heel piece Um, but everything we have has great elastic travel in the heel 
Uh, it's going to keep you in when you need it to be on your foot, but the moment you need to get out of your ski, uh, it'll allow you to release safely. When are these new products going to be available? Are some of them av- available right now? Uh, we're working on getting product into the country, but come this summertime when you're on the PSIA site, you'll start to see all of the new products available for uh, purchase. Thank you so much, Matt. Really appreciate you taking the time out of a busy day. Yeah, great to talk to you guys. So we're over here getting a beer mosa at the uh, Hovland booth, and uh, we're here with Ryan Broski. Ryan, uh, you having fun serving up some fun drinks? Yeah, we're having fun. We've got a little snowman here making beer mosas, getting crazy. Our friend runs Crazy Mountain Brewery, so they were nice enough to hook us up with beer to keep the party flowing. So we started early, and we're going to party late. So snow skates, tell us about this. Snow skates are pretty fun. They're an alternative to snowboarding, and... They're just a really simple product because you don't need boots, you don't need bindings, you can just go and do it. And it makes the whole mountain fun again. A lot of smaller features are a lot more interesting when you have a new challenge ahead of you. And people often think it's really hard when you look at it and you see that there aren't any bindings on there, but it's really stable. You'll be a little wobbly your first run or two, but after that you'll just be crushing it. Now, I'm looking at a uh, skate on a snowboard, it looks like. But yeah. yeah, so we make bi deck snow skates to ride the resort so it basically is a skateboard deck with a ski underneath and we also make flat deck snow skates for the backyard which just have grooves on them but i really enjoy the bi deck action for snow skating because you can explore the whole mountain top to bottom so we have a park model that's great for kick flips and board sliding rails and we have our ram is our all-around all-mountain board and our buckshot is the one Terry Hawkinson likes riding the most. And that's really great for hitting big jumps and going fast and having a lot of fun. We also have a new powder snow skate we're coming out with called the Bubba, which is 155 centimeters of fury and awesomeness. Is that what I'm looking at right there that Uh, says McTwisty? (laughs) (laughs) Ah, yeah. So what's the popularity in these? I'm, I'm starting to see them more and more at resorts. Yeah, we've had a really spectacular growth. So last year we grew by 200%, and we just keep doubling every year, it seems like. So it's a great thing to just experience the mountain. And I think people are seeing snowboarding and skiing as much more of a quiver activity than they used to. So now, you know, this is just something else you can put in the quiver. And they retail for, you know, 200 to 300 bucks so they're pretty affordable and it's just an easy way to enjoy the mountain especially if you're going with uh you know your family or you're going a little slower it's just a good way to enjoy the side hits and the cat tracks and the green runs again where can we find you i don't see these in stores uh, around the boulder area anyway okay. are you mostly online or yeah yeah you can go to our website actually hovelandsnowskates.com and we actually have a deal for Aussie PSIA members. So if you use the discount code AASI, all in caps, you'll get um, a discounted price. So it's a great way to get out there and experience the mountain on a snowscape. Ryan, it's been great visiting with you. Thanks so much. Thank Appreciate you. it. Well, now we're here at the Scott booth with the Colorado sales rep, Sam Hoyt. And... Uh, you know, Scott, that brings back memories from the 70s and early 80s of your funky boots. And there's some really awesome products here. And I mean, poles. I had Scott poles 
from the 80s that I just broke a basket on a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> and they were my favorite poles. Yeah. So uh, tell us about Scott. What's, uh, what's kind of new and exciting this year? Oh, there's a lot of new and exciting things, all the way from our uh, Avalanche safety airbags through to our uh, updates to our new ski boots. But with our poles, it's kind of our bread and butter and what started us at Scott Sports. And we use four different categories of aluminum. We introduced carbon poles a um, number of years ago. And we have a great selection of uh measuring or uh, breakaway poles uh, aluminum shaft poles and um, backcountry use poles so it's an exciting little program we have an exciting goggle and helmet uh, collection with an integration system that we call our ram stands for rapid air movement integration system between the helmet and the goggle and we're also introducing a ram 2.0 technology on our goggle which is allowing venting within the lens I was happy to see you had the uh, integrated system because they just go so well together. I'm looking at the fit right now. The goggle just, it looks like it's part of the helmet. Yes, it is. And actually a fun fact about those goggles that are on the display, that strap was stolen from our motocross division. So we're able to really take a lot of different styles and bring them into this other elements and create kind of a unique offering compared to what some of our other competitors may bring. Tell us a little bit about this new boot line. These are some really unique-looking boots, and they look great. Well, we are using our Superguide Carbon Boot as our lightweight mountaineering boot. It is a four-buckle boot with a lace uh, liner system using a Vibram outsole and Dinafit insert uh, pin bindings. So, I mean, you've got a really grippy sole on there that's not going to wear out easily. That's what you find on hiking boots. I mean, that's not going to wear out, and it looks like it'd be really easy to walk on. Well, we would like to think that, and we think that a lot of people using those boots are spending a lot of time hiking, mountaineering, getting up to where they're going to go down. (laughs) Well, I sure appreciate you taking the time to chat with us today and uh, look forward to seeing some more exciting products from Scott. When are these going to be available? Uh, All of this is available now. You're looking at new color updates, and uh, most of the new winter collection stuff will be available next October. Thanks a lot, Sam. Thank you. So we're here at the Atomic booth with KJ, and uh, interesting. It's nice to be looking at Nordic skis. Yeah, we love Nordic. I'm from Minnesota, and we're in the heart of Nordic over there in Minnesota. We're, We're bracing through the polar vortex right now. Um, but here in Denver, it's 50 degrees and sunny, so we like it. I was going to say, you got out of Minnesota at the right time. Can you kind of walk us through the line here? you got some really beautiful skis. Yeah, thanks. Um, we're really focused on a few things with Atomic. I mean, I think on Nordic for Atomic, our big focus is on having skis that are really easy for people to learn to ski on and for people to really enjoy their skiing experience, whether they've ever skied before or whether they're a top-end racer, having skis that are really easy to ski on and fun to ski on. So can you take us through the Redster, the Pro, and, yeah. and your line here? So our Redster line is our true racing line of skis, and we have racing price points from $250 up to the normal $800 top-end, lots of carbon race skis. You have a racing price point at $250? Yep. Wow. It's, a, it's tar- targeted more towards high school racers and entry-level racers, but people who are going to probably outgrow it potentially someday or just need something that's going to be economical. But it's really a nice ski, high-quality base, good core that's lightweight, and it's a really easy skiing ski. 
and how about the pro line? So the pro line kind of fits our sport customers, so people who are looking to get out for recreation, who want to have a little bit of speed maybe, but also want to have a little more control and stability than a pure racing ski is going to have. It's going to be an easy skiing ski. Our big push is with SkinTech skis, which is the new technology that we kind of reinvented about eight years ago, and it's a waxless ski that doesn't have a fish scale pattern. All the companies are kind of doing skin skis now, but we're definitely leading the market by having the most skis, and we're always the ones who seem to be at the forefront of the technology with skins. How about your Mover X? Yeah, so the Mover series, um, specifically the X Cruise stuff, is our compact series of touring skis that are really stable and easy to ski. The lightest weight recreational skis on the market at any given price point, for sure. And then looking at your boots as well. Yeah, so with our boots, our big new push for this year is our pro level of boots, which is our mid-tier boots. They match up with that mid-tier skis that we have. Um, It's the first time in about 10 years where Atomic has had full control over the boot production. We're a partner company with Solomon because we're owned by the same parent company, and historically we've basically taken Solomon's parts and pieces and made our boots with that. And this is the first year we've had the, the ability to start from the ground up and have our own boot program designed in-house in Altenmark, Austria, and the new boots have been received really well. And can't leave out the poles. Yep. Very important to Nordic skiing. I uh, see so you've got some atomic poles here as well, and I'm looking at a really nice-looking cork handle. Yeah, so we've got some updates to our pole collection for next year, too. We've got a quick-release strap on it, so you don't have to take your glove off in order to get out of the pole. You can grab your water easily, you can grab a snack, keep your glove on the whole time. And then we also have a quick-release basket, so you can change the basket depending on what the conditions are. So if it's a really deep powder day, you put a big fat basket on. If you're skiing on hard pack, man-made snow like we are in Minneapolis a lot of the time, you put the little skinny lightweight basket on and rock it down the trail. And are these products available now, or when will they be uh, available to public? Um, about half of the stuff we have here is available right now at retailers because it carries over from last year. Um, the rest of it will be on shelves starting in July and August. Thanks very much, KJ. Appreciate you taking the time. You're welcome. Thank you. We're now at the Hester booth with Drew Akins, the uh, marketing manager for U.S. Drew, Hestra always one of the top gloves companies out there really appreciate your support of psia asi um changes to the line this year yeah so we're really excited we actually worked with uh, chris rogers from uh, PSIA, and um, we're super excited to bring the Freeride C-Zone model to the market. And so Chris came to us after a couple of years of wearing our Fall Line model, which is one of our best sellers, and it's quintessential Hestra design, beautiful leather, and a lot of really great features. But what he wanted to do was uh, collaborate on a design for something that was a little more specific to his snowboarding needs. So we're really excited. The Freeride C-Zone is going to hit the shelves on October 1st. And it has a lot of snowboard-specific features um, that skiers are going to love as well. So a shorter cuff is better our, our wrist articulation. It's better flex zones for snow, uh, snowboarders on the back of hand. And then we also added a C-Zone liner, which is our proprietary waterproof breathable membrane. And so it's got a lot of really great features. We are looking forward to getting it out on the market. And uh, we're actually looking forward to getting it on our own hands. And uh, hopefully that will happen sooner than later. <laughs> So you've had a long-time relationship with us, and why? Why is that important to Hestra? If you look at the, uh, the most iconic glove in our line, it's called the Heli. And uh, the reason being, we designed the glove for Heli operators. And so we want our gloves 
to suit the needs of the toughest users. And so heli operators and instructors are those users. And so we've always used our relationship as a sounding board. So let's let's get these on the hands of the people who are out there day in and day out doing the work that needs to be done. And let's hear what they have to say about the gloves. And you know, luckily, we've put together a good product over the years. We've had 80 years of experience in doing nothing but gloves. So we've gotten pretty good at it. And, uh, and you guys are the ones who put them through the ringer. And resoundingly, we hear back from, from your team that they hold up and that they love the gloves and um, I actually was on the chairlift at Winter Park a few weeks ago talked to a guy who was a former patroller and um, he said you know I, ha- I used to have the deal where we could buy Hestra through uh, through PSIA and um, you know I uh, I still have some in the plastic because I bought so many that I am still unwrapping them every season to, to do new ones and so you know we just feel like you guys are the toughest users and we want to put those on put the Hester gloves on your hands so that we get that feedback and that confirmation that yeah we are putting out a good product or hey we need to change these things and by and large we're hearing really good things from you guys you know i was just telling a guy over at scott that i had a pair of their world cup pulls back from 88 that i just broke a basket on a year ago and i have a pair of hester gloves that I've worn every winter since 2004. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, we, we recently did a, uh, a social media post where we did a 10-year challenge, and we had a lot of people posting uh, their gloves from 10 years and beyond. And um, I had a conversation at the show, actually, with someone from Breckenridge, and her husband has been a patroller for 40 years. And she, we were pointing out a glove that we're bringing back, the Philippe Rauch's Classic. So it was on the market in 1985. And she said, oh, my husband had that glove. I hadn't told her when it was, when it was on the market. We're bringing it back in 2020. She said, my husband has that glove. I said, oh, it must be the other model that looks you know, similar to this. She said, no, no, it's that model. He's a patroller, uses his gloves every day, and he has had the same pair of gloves for that long. So he adores the, that model, and I'm sure he's going to be really excited that those are coming back. How do you put the quality into your product? We own our manufacturing, we own our designs, and we've got 80 years of experience. So our first uh, gloves uh, look a lot like oven mitts, and uh, they were built for lumberjacks in Sweden. And and we we have built a heritage on creating gloves with users in mind. And so when you walk through the Hester warehouse, you see over 300 models and thousands of SKUs, and you think, man, this might be a little overkill. But when you start talking through the line, you realize that every single model is created with a specific user in mind. Drew, it's been great visiting with you. I really appreciate you taking the time to chat with us on a busy day and uh, look forward to talking with you some more. Thank you so much, and you guys have a great season. And that wraps up our coverage of the 2019 Snow Show at the Colorado Convention Center in Denver, Colorado. For First Chair, I'm George Thomas.